Welcome to Healing Talks Podcast with Lori Pinkins. This podcast is dedicated to helping women heal their inner child so that you are able to be happy, healthy, and healed in every relationship in your life. On this episode, we will discuss how to rebuild your trust in God. Why is it important to rebuild your trust in God? It is important to rebuild your trust in God because until you do, your trust issues will show up in every area of your life. Oftentimes we blame God for the hurt caused by people. And unfortunately, because we live in a fallen world, we will experience hurt and pain. This is due to the consequences of our own sins or the sins of others. God is not responsible for the hurt that other people have caused you, but he cares about your pain and he wants you to cast all your cares upon him. Until you build your trust in God, you will experience doubt, weariness, confusion, double-mindedness, and fear. These emotions and feelings will try to dictate how you function in life. But once you build your trust in God, you will walk in confidence, boldness, strength, and courage. We have to understand that God is not like man. He is not a man that he should lie, and we can trust him. Numbers 23:19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said and shall not do, or hath he spoken and shall not make it good? God's promises over your life are yes and amen. We have to stop accusing God of the things that are a result of sin. Once you understand and learn the character of God, you will know that he does not desire for hurt and pain to come towards you. The trauma that you have experienced has produced trust issues and God wants to heal your trust issues. God understands how you feel because when Christ came to the earth, he also experienced trauma. He experienced betrayal. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 says, seeing then that we have a high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but also in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may be able to obtain mercy and find grace and help in time of need. Christ understands how you feel the hurt and pain that you have experienced. Oftentimes the most excruciating pain comes from those who we have a close relationship with. But the enemy doesn't care who he uses and he does not care who he hurts. His goal is to get you to stop believing, to stop having hope, to stop having faith in the true and living God. Because the word says, he that comes to God must first believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder to them who diligently seek him. Because God desires an intimate relationship with us, the hurt and pain that you have experienced in your life is to strengthen your faith in God. 
Oftentimes, the only time that we go to God in prayer is when we are in need. So sometimes circumstances will happen as a result of sin. When you experience disappointments, heartbreak, pain, it's not easy to forgive. This is why we have to surrender to God and ask Holy Spirit to strengthen us and give us the ability to forgive. Because in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. So it is okay to be weak, but it's about where you decide to get your strength from. And oftentimes, instead of turning to God, we turn to other vices and unhealthy coping skills and get this idea or notion that God doesn't care, God's not here, or the ultimate is God's not real. And all of these are lies, lies from the pit of hell, lies from the enemy. The enemy uses people to hurt you because his ultimate goal is to turn your heart from God. He wants you to stop believing that God is a good father. He does not want you to trust in God. He does not want you to lean and depend on God for everything that you need in your life. That is his goal is to pull you off track through hurt and pain. If you read the book of Job, Job had everything in his life stripped away from him. God allowed for it to happen because God was testing his heart. But the enemy thought that if God stripped Job of everything, Job would curse God and die. The enemy wants you to curse God through your hurt and pain. But you have to build your trust in God and who he is and his character through worshiping, praying and fasting and spending quality time with him. God is not a genie. And also, when you are building relationship with anyone, you have to spend time with them in order to learn their character. So with the enemy's ultimate goal of causing you heart and pain is to bring you into a place of unbelief. And unbelief is a sin. Oftentimes we don't look at it like that. We feel like doubting and worry and questioning who God is is just part of the human experience. But the Bible says my people perish due to a lack of knowledge. The enemy is aware that most people do not understand that being in unbelief is sin. Hebrews 3.12 says, Take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. We cannot operate in a place of unbelief. We have to believe in who God is. Sometimes what hinders us from trusting God is that we feel as if we will be put to shame for standing on and trusting God for his promises. When things don't look like they will go according to how we have planned or it won't be this picture perfect fairy tale, it's easier to step into a place of unbelief. However, when you trust in God, you will not be put to shame. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that also shall he reap. Building trust in God takes time. It has to be on a consistent basis. As you come to God, he's going to start to shift your mind frame. Your thoughts are going to come up higher. You will no longer think low of yourself or of others. You will have a heart of forgiveness, love, peace, meekness, temperance. You will start to exude the fruit of Holy Spirit. It is similar to deciding on a particular career path or degree. When you go into the class, initially you're learning new information, but as you commit to that certain degree plan or career, you get more in depth about the true nature of what you will be doing. 
This is how it is when you're building a relationship with God. On the surface, most people look at it as God's going to fix all your problems in one prayer. But essentially, the more you go in depth with God, the more you will learn of who he is. Isaiah 55 9 says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God does not think like man. God does not operate like man. God is a consistent, loving father, but he does things according to his purpose and plan. When you go into prayer to God, yes, pray to God and tell him how you feel. Pour out your emotions, pour out your heart. Tell God what you desire as well. On the other side of prayer is also listening and sitting in God's presence and allowing for him to speak back to you. As you do this, your trust in him will build because you will feel the presence of a loving and kind father. He will begin to strip away from you the false narrative that we serve a punitive God who is sitting in heaven just looking to judge us. Is God a just God? Yes. Does God bring judgment? Yes. But God chastens those who he loves. He's only allowing for pain to come into our lives in order to build our faith in him. But this mind frame starts with repentance. We have to repent for the sins that we have committed knowingly and unknowingly that may have been the source of why certain circumstances, dysfunctional cycles continue in our life. A heart of repentance requires a humble heart because when God starts to reveal to you the things you need to repent for, pride will try to start to creep up and say, why do I have to repent for that? Or I did this because I was justified in doing this. Or when you go deeper into spiritual warfare, when you start to repent for the sins of your ancestors, pride will creep up and say, why do I have to repent for something I didn't do? But if you desire to build your faith in God and live a happy, healthy, and healed life, you have to surrender, crucify your pride, and crucify your flesh daily and walk in a heart of repentance. Trust God, you will not be put to shame for being humble. You will not be put to shame for showing the fruits of Holy Spirit. We live in a world that is very boastful and unforgiving. Everybody wants to cut people off instead of asking for forgiveness or accepting apologies. It's looked at as a sign of weakness if you are forgiving or you accept forgiveness because of the root of that is pride. And when you walk in pride, you will be put to shame. Proverbs speaks of the outcome of the prideful. So once you begin to understand that God is not man and you learn his character through reading the scriptures of the Bible, praying, fasting, and worshiping him, you repent of your unbelief and you understand that you will not be put to shame by trusting God, you will begin to walk in the knowledge that God is trustworthy. You will gain strength, confidence, courage, and boldness by placing your trust in God. And he will start to heal all those broken places within you that cause you to mistrust due to the pain caused by people. 
Sometimes we are weak in our faith and trust in God because we lack the wisdom of who God is. Proverbs 9.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. It's okay to lack wisdom, but it's not okay to not seek wisdom. James 1.5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally, and unbraideth not, and it shall be given him. So if you don't understand who God is and his character, pray and ask God to show you his heart. This is going to require that you pull away from some things that you may enjoy doing. Paul says in Corinthians, all things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Which means when you begin to build your trust in God, he's going to call you to stop doing certain things that are blocking your view of him. Anything that you seek for comfort first before God, God does not like because God will have no other gods before him and he is a jealous God. So we cannot make idols out of the unhealthy coping skills or even some may view it as healthy coping skills that we have picked up that replace the comfort of Holy Spirit. Christ talks about how he will send another a comforter. Holy Spirit is our comforter. We have to seek God first in everything. So reaching for different types of foods. Some people reach for alcohol, maybe drugs. Reaching for a particular TV show. Very popular thing that people reach for for comfort is social media. God does not want us to reach for things outside of him for comfort. All the things that we reach for outside of God for comfort are only temporary. They're not sustainable long term and then they leave us in a cycle of feeling frustrated, regret, and defeat. This is why God wants for us to cast all our cares upon Him and seek Him for comfort through worship, praying, fasting, and spending time with Him. You cannot place your trust in anything above God. Not your career, not yourself, not your ego, not your pride, not your own decisions. Not your family, your children, your parents, and this may shake the table on this one, not even your spouse. Nothing can come before God in your life. Sometimes we sacrifice the time that we spend with God for other relationships and we have to balance out our time and also incorporate God into everything that we do. This is what helps ease the chaos of life by welcoming in Holy Spirit into every area but we cannot exalt our relationships above God. Sometimes we will do that, and it may be consciously or unconsciously. So for example, if your kiddo plays a sport on the weekends, you will dedicate your time to going to that event, making sure they have all the equipment they need, they show up to every practice, and they show up to every game. As a result, because the games may be on the weekends, you forego going to church or you put all that effort into making sure that your kid is at their sports event with everything that they need, but you neglect even doing any type of volunteer service with your local church. It is very important to stay connected with your local church for the Bible talks about do not forsake the local assembly. It's important to be around other believers and to fellowship with other believers so that they can also help you in building your faith and building your trust in God because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So if you stay in isolation, only focusing on yourself, your career, and your family, you're not able to fellowship with other believers. So 
that other believers can encourage you to let you know you are not alone and also equip you with the spiritual tools that they use to overcome life's obstacles. It is essential that we place our relationship with God above all others and do not build our trust in the relationships with other people. When you do that, it's going to fail every single time. I'm sorry to be the one, the bearer of bad news to let you know that. If you build your trust on your marriage, if you build your trust on your children, if you build your trust on your career alone, I'm saying alone. If these are the only things that you are trusting in and you neglect to invite God into every area of your life, it is not sustainable long term. The great thing about this is God wants to be involved in every area of our life. Building our trust in God and our relationship with God can be simple and complex. The simplicity of it is we can talk to God wherever we are. Before reaching for your phone in the morning, first thing you can do is say, Lord, thank you for another day. Thank you, Father, for your peace and your protection. Father, lead and guide me throughout my day. When you ride into work, you can be listening to worship music and giving God that time before you go give the rest of the world your day. On your way home, you can listen to a Bible scripture or also listen to worship music, just thanking God for another day. When you come into your home, incorporate worshiping God and giving God praise and thanks in your home. So as you sit at the dinner table, maybe speaking to your family about what they're grateful to God for that day. Get ready for the evening, making sure that you pray before you get sleepy. Go ahead and talk to God and listen to God and spend time with him and study your word. It will be a sacrifice of time from things that keep us mindlessly busy. So endless scrolling on social media, you look up and it's been two and three hours. That time could have been spent with God. God is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So you can find an area in your home where it's just you and God. Matthew 6, 6 says, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Your life will reflect how much time you spend with God. So your trust issues will begin to be lessened and start to alleviate so you won't walk around with doubt weariness confusion double-mindedness fear or anxiety you'll start to walk in confidence boldness strength and courage as you spend more time with god it's not that you're weak for having trust issues is that you have to go to the true source for your strength and to rebuild your trust the bible talks about putting out your trust in man because the heart of man is deceitfully wicked. People are going to hurt us and disappoint us intentionally and unintentionally. And that's just because we live in a fallen world with sin. Sometimes God allows for us to be hurt to show other people his grace and mercy. To show for us to see also how strong he is through us and allowing for us to forgive. So we're going to pray to build our trust in God. This prayer will be on LoriPinkins.com. Listen to this prayer until it becomes your prayer and it becomes a declaration to say that I will not walk in fear or unbelief, but I will trust in God in every area of my life. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne of grace to say thank you. Father, we repent for unbelief. We repent, Father, for putting you in the place of man, Father. 
For we know that you are not a man that you should lie, neither are you the son of man that you should repent. And your ways are higher than our ways, and your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Lord God, we will lean and depend on you. Father, we will trust in you with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, we will acknowledge you, and we will be obedient as you direct our path. For the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Father, we place our trust in you alone, and we will have no other gods before you. We ask God for an increase in wisdom and knowledge of understanding of who you are and your character, God. Give us a zeal to be students of your word that we will study to show ourselves approved. And Father, we will hold steadfast in faith, knowing that the same afflictions that we are experiencing or may have experienced, our brethren in the world has also experienced, Father. So we are not alone. Lord God, we will be open to the new ways that you show us how to heal from past hurt, pain, and disappointments. We will be steadfast and unmovable, always abiding in the work of you, Father. For we know that our labor is not in vain in you, Lord God, and only what we do for you will last. We trust you, God, because you are a faithful Father, and you are faithful to fulfill your word. You watch over your word to perform it, and your word will not return back void to you, Lord God. So, Lord God, we will walk in the dominion that you have given us in this earth, Lord God, and we will decree a thing and it shall be established. We will use our mouths, Lord God, to build up and not tear down. For a wise woman builded her house, Lord God, and we will be wise women. We seek your knowledge and understanding of how to be trustworthy ourselves, Lord God, so that we do not reflect the character of who we are unto you, Lord God. So give us the heart, Lord God, where we have integrity, discipline, consistency, so that we are trustworthy and that we show forth your light in this earth. For we are of a royal priesthood seated in heavenly places. And you knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. Your plans are to prosper us and to give us an expected end. And we trust in you and you alone, God. All these things we ask in your precious son, Jesus' name. Amen. Go in peace, trusting in God. Walk in confidence, boldness, strength, and courage of who he has created you to be. Stay connected with me by following me on Facebook and Instagram at Lori Pinkins and LoriPinkins.com. Until our next episode, be blessed.